Welcome to episode 8 of the Dish Up Podcast. I'm the host, Ken Hansen. You can find the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Dish Up Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Ken Hansen. Instagram, Ken Hansen81. Yeah. So last episode was a guest. And the audio, I can't get it to work properly. Still working on it. Been kind of lazy in January. I've had the January blues, not going to lie. Um, been really unmotivated. Short days, crappy weather. You know, it's been really nice up here, but still snow everywhere. Windy. Blew my gate off my, my fence. So just been real unmotivated, which sucks for you guys, the fans. But we're rolling now. Uh, we're trying our video for the first time. Uh, I'm not in the pod studio. I'm upstairs. We got a new puppy for Christmas. And he's sleeping on the couch. And that's what happened with the audio on Janice's episode. About halfway through, the dog was upstairs. I was downstairs. And the dog started barking. So I had to go upstairs and get the dog. and Do whatever dog stuff the dog needed. So now I went into post and tried to edit that part out, which was fine. I could do that. But now when I order all the sections, it doesn't start with the first section I put in. It has the back half and then it reloops it again. So I'm trying to figure out how to make that work. Um, so hopefully by next week you'll have two. You'll have this one and Janice's one re-uploaded properly. I apologize to Janice. You know, it's a big thing. She's on guest on the podcast, but sorry. But yeah, feeling motivated this week. I keep on doing this. Hopefully it doesn't pop too much, eh? It'd be a pain. Um, motivated this week. Got a new job. So just, you know, that, you just get that feeling. Um, this is a better situation for me and the family. So, uh, yeah, very excited about that. I just finished recording a, a sauce reveal for Facebook, or for Twitter, I mean. Post it on YouTube, because Twitter doesn't do 20 minute long videos. So uh, it's on YouTube. I'll share the link. This sauce review. All the sauces in the fridge. Hot sauces, Asian cooking sauces, barbecue sauces. There's more stuff. Paintings and stuff like that, but who cares? Um, yeah, so we're going to talk food. What are we going to talk about? I had nothing prepared. I know I got one question. So we'll go to the question. Uh, I can't remember who it was on Twitter because I'm using my phone for the video, so I can't check it. I uh, said, what's a poutine? What's your favorite variation? Um, poutine, Canadian thing, Quebec thing. Um, French fries, cheese curds, hot gravy. Simple. Delicious. A real, real drunk food. A real getting loose food. Um, we got a poutine place in town. 
where people just like go for lunch to get poutine on a Wednesday. I don't understand myself. But I guess I'm 39. I'm not 21 anymore. 21, I'd probably go have poutine for lunch every day. Best of it, favorite variation. Just straight poutine. Fries, cheese curds. Got to be cheese curds. Not shredded cheese, not matzo. Cheese curds. I don't know what makes cheese curd cheese curd, but it's got to be a cheese curd. You don't like it? I don't care. Um, and then gravy. Hold on one second. can of poutine gravy in the cupboard, but I don't. I just have regular beef gravy. I thought I had poutine gravy though. Um, best poutine I ever had, and just, it probably taste-wise wasn't the best. It was the same as every other poutine. But um, on our honeymoon, me and my wife flew to Quebec City Hung out in Quebec City for two days. Did a bunch of cool Quebec stuff. Raclette, which is like hot cheese on a stone. It's really good. Um, did a bunch of cool stuff in Quebec City. Love Quebec City. Canadian City, Quebec City is my absolute favorite. Old Quebec City, downtown tourist area. Haven't really done the outer Quebec City. Love Quebec City. And then we hopped on a cruise ship to take us from Quebec City to end in Boston. Stopped at all sorts of places in the Maritime. First place we stopped was Sept Isles, Quebec, which translates Seven Islands. And uh, I, th I think we were the first cruise ship to ever dock there. CBC Radio was out, CBC TV was out, bands out, there was a big thing, the old town came out. It's kind of neat. A real. It was the first stop, and it made it. They made you seem like you were special. And then we stopped also in Halifax and Boston. And Halifax was a dirt, dark, dirty, dingy place that smelled like piss when you got off the cruise ship. And Boston, because it's America, you're treated with security guards with big ass guns. So Septils was my favorite. So me and the wife just walked around for five hours in Septils, Quebec. And uh, went to this little diner, walk-up counter, the old benches, old diner benches, plastic trays, old, old classic diner. Had a real, real French poutine. So it was really good. Really liked it. So that's probably my favorite, even though it's exactly the same as every other one. Nothing special about it, but it was cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, what else could we talk about? What I cooked this last week, nothing, nothing. I've been really lazy. Like I said, January, just, just having the blahs, just having the blahs. But this weekend, supper challenge, this weekend supper challenge is hot vacation. Most people would be going somewhere warm. Canadians, we can't go anywhere. I guess we can go places. All of our elected officials went places hot, and then they came back and they're getting in trouble. They say, hey, stay in your house. You can't see your families for Christmas. 
Like for Christmas, we didn't see my parents. My parents lived five blocks away. Didn't see them. Um, and then elected officials went down Mexico, Hawaii. They don't give a fuck. They don't care. They're rich. They don't care about us. So uh, this would be hot vacation time. So that's our supper challenge, hot vacation. Uh, my favorite hot vacation was Jamaica. We had a blast in Jamaica. Um, just uh, absolute great time. Great island, great people. And uh, so Saturday I'm going to make jerk chicken. That's going to be the thing. So I'm going to brine the chicken tomorrow. And then cook it on the smoker on Saturday. Have it for supper. Don't know what we're gonna have with it yet. Got a couple of ideas. I was thinking about making Jamaican patties, but I'll probably screw that up first time I make it. So definitely not making Jamaican patties first time out. Probably make a Jamaican barbecue sauce as well. Yeah. What else? probably give you a tool of the week maybe I'll show you some tools that I've already previously talked about so give me a second let me run to the kitchen got some treats here this one's actually dirty because we just used it microplane you can see it's like a little greater perfect for things like garlic lemon zest um, if you try to do like a fancy dessert you need to just get some fine shavings of chocolate perfect for that so yeah it's microplane you should have one in your kitchen cost like four bucks this one, absolute must have. This is, you don't have to have this one, this is just the one I like. Thermopen, the classic Thermopen. I don't know if that's backwards for you, maybe. Um, classic Thermopen, you can get an upgraded version, the MK4. It's really good, it's super fast. Three seconds, they'll tell you the temperature. Um, Fold it out like this. My battery's dying. And it tells you your temperature. You stick it in something. Temperature goes up. That's between my fingers. Yeah. So if you got like 10 pieces of chicken, super fast. Um, other companies make these. Thermopen is just my favorite because they are. They got smaller ones, more inexpensive that are still fast called Thermopops. So you can check those out. If you're cooking meat in the kitchen and you don't have a thermometer, 
what are we even doing? What are we even doing here? What are we doing in the kitchen? What are we doing? Chicken breasts, USDA, which Canadians also go off of, 160 degrees, might be 165, I don't care. 160 degrees is when it's hot enough that it kills all the bacteria. Um, chances are, if you eat raw chicken, you're not going to die. Uh, they have thresholds. So it's like chicken parts. I think like 15% of chicken parts are allowed to have the salmonella bacteria in it. So if you ate cold raw chicken, you're probably not going to get salmonella. But you might. You might get the 15% that has salmonella. But just don't do it. But when you're cooking, especially chicken breast, white meat, you're cooking it at 160 it is done. There's no more bacteria. That's not when it tastes the best. 150 is the juiciest chicken breast. But not all the bacteria are killed. So they tell you 160 because that's when all the bacteria are dead. And you can eat it safely. So, once you hit 160, it continues to dry out. 180, you're getting... What are we doing here? 200, you're toast. So if you can't tell when your chicken breast is 160 degrees, you're not getting the best chicken you can get. Same with the steak, depending on how you like your steak. I like mine, medium rare, 130-ish, 133 degrees-ish. If you don't have some, some guys are real cute with it. This is six beer steak. One beer, flip it over. 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 Take it off, two beers, and then eat it. Unless you know the temperature of that steak, you don't know what it is. Stick your thermometer in there. It'll tell you it's 130 degrees. Take it off, put it on a plate, let it sit for 10 minutes. It's going to be 135. It's going to be delicious. If you like 160 degrees, then you know it's 160 degrees. However you like it, I don't care. I'm not going to judge you how you like your steak. But, at least know how you like your steak. So that is thermopen. Any kind of thermometer. Absolute must. Um, new segment today, just because we got video. So if you're listening to this, nah, it might not be that interesting to listen to. Because I'm going to show you a big ass knife. So this was my grandma's knife. My grandma passed away. Two years ago, I believe now. Uh, Hannah. So Hannah Lee Sauger, my mom's mom, um, married to Odin. Odin was how it was pronounced. So I named my son Odin after Odin. Um, farm lady. Lived on a farm till she was 88, 90. Uh, moved into the city. Maybe he was 85. Moved into the city. Um... No, in the town. And was in town till she was like 96. And then she moved into the city. Um, care home, stuff like that. Passed away when she was 100 years old. Made her 100th birthday. Got a bunch of stuff. Got a letter from the queen, uh, prime minister. Had a big party here. Had a barbecue. Tossed out the, brought out the big smoker. Um, 
for about 96, I want to say 96, 97 to 100, we kind of had a big birthday party for it every year because you never know when it's the last one, right? And they would get bigger. So 100 was the biggest. There was 60-some people here. People from, people from back home drove into the city. It was real nice. Absolute nice time. Great time. Um, my grandma moved into the city... So she lived in the farmhouse, then she lived in a house in town, then she moved into the city, and she just didn't have the room. So she lost a lot of her stuff, like all of her canning stuff. She couldn't can preserves and stuff like that. I bummed her out. I don't blame her. You know, she used to huge garden in the back on the farm. The whole thing was garden farm. Um, she had a garden in the house in town, and always gardening and stuff like that, right? And you move into the city and there's nothing but parking lots. They're right beside a, a grocery store. There's no green grass anywhere. So I think I bummed her out. But there was some stuff that made it with her. Um, you know, family heirlooms, stuff like that. Um, so then when she did pass at 100, I, my inheritance from grandma was a knife so she had had this knife since my mom was little I'm, my mom thinks it's from predates 1930 probably um big ass knife she used it for cutting bread it's like a machete but she used it for cutting bread um i got it i sharpened it up you can see where it had been previously broken and i'll show you to you in a second being suspenseful where it had previously been broken and it had been welded, which looks like some sort of bronze or copper or something. So this is what I got. My heirloom piece from when my grandma passed away. Just a big ass knife. Sharpened it up. I tried to clean the blade up. But I don't know. I'm not a knife guy. I'm not a metal guy. But it keeps on oxidizing every time I wash it so I clean it all up and then I wash it not in the dishwasher hand wash because you gotta do that with stuff like this and it oxidizes right away I'm sure there's a way to make it not do that but uh, you can see right there that's where it was that where it was fixed right there yeah so I keep this in cupboard above the fridge if we had Thanksgiving or Christmas this year I would have used this to cut meat up the turkey ham whatever I would use this for sure it's family heirlooms like that you know you gotta use it for things so yeah so that's my show-and-tell for today big-ass knife from grandma yeah you like to say that I don't know. She was 100. She was done. It was her choice. She was done. I miss her. But what do you what do you say about someone who got to live to 100 that they should have got to live to 102? No. It was her time. And I got a knife. And I appreciate it. I'll keep it forever. I'll pass it down to Odin. He's going to love it. I hope. This little kid. 
So he's nine years old. And we've always made him independent. It's kind of our thing, kind of our goal. We want him to be independent. So he's always been, he can make his own food. So one day, I did a shitty job being a parent. There was nothing in the house for breakfast that was quick that he wanted. Excuse me. Um, there was no milk for cereal. There was no bread. There was eggs. There was oatmeal. Stuff like that. But he didn't want that. So wife's still sleeping. I'm at work. He starts up the oven. Gets a frozen pizza out of the deep freezer and cooks himself a pizza for breakfast. You can't be mad at him, man. Like, what are you going to do? Scold him for being independent and being like, well, this is something I know how to cook and I'm going to eat it. So, yeah, that was, that was neat. And then this past weekend, TikTok. I'm not on TikTok. He's on TikTok. He was on TikTok. He caught a ban. Um, I don't know what he said or did, but he got kicked off TikTok at nine years old. Um, it's full of food videos. They're a minute long. It shows you how to do stuff. Right, I'm sure you've seen them. I see them reposted on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. So the new one right now is the quesadilla. So you take your, your, your tortilla, you make one cut from the center out, and then you use it as quadrants. Cheese, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then you fold it up so it's like... Not this. So it's triangle-shaped. Open on one side, closed on the other sides. So, uh, he just made himself one of these quesadillas the other day. Just impressed. It was actually really neat. Just seeing him just being independent, being like, yeah, that's what I'm going to make. I figured out how to make it on a video on the internet, so I'm going to make it. So, yeah, so pretty proud of him lately for, for being independent in the kitchen. If I could show you the kitchen, like this is... This is clean and nice over here, right? You got the china cabinet. You got the window. You can probably see neighbors driving by. If I hit swap on this camera and you've seen the kitchen on the other side, you'd probably call like child protective services. It is a mess. It's a mess today. But Thursdays are skiing. My son has cross-country skiing lessons. My wife takes them. It's really the only time she's out of the house when I'm here alone. She works from home. Not her fault. There's nothing we can do. We're not allowed to do anything. We're not allowed to go anywhere. So Thursday's content day. It used to be Tuesdays. Now it's now it's Thursdays. I could be cleaning the kitchen right now, but I'm not because it's not gonna. I'm making this. Let's see if there's anything in here that's cool. I'll do some more show and tell. So my son loves grilled cheese and soup. So my mom, Grandma Joyce, made Odin's grilled cheese plate. Love this plate. Got knocked off the counter and broke into four pieces the other day. Not sure if you can see that chip. Not sure if you can see the cracks. So, China cabinet it is. It's not going anywhere soon.
This is a Yeti tumbler. It's tough to see that logo. Prairie dog on the bow. So me and my high barbecue teammate, Evan, we are really good ideas, guys. But he's super busy. He's on committees, senates, two jobs, family. One job, I guess, and then does other work, freelance work in his spare time. And then I'm just lazy. But we have really good ideas. So we came up with this idea and pitched it. Janice, who was on last week's, um, she's a doer. So I have really good ideas. But I've also been really good at um, identifying doers. And so I have these ideas. And I bring them up to doers. And then the doers take it and run with it. So a couple years ago, at a barbecue contest, we're like, so prayer, so in the States, they started having these things called, damn it, I can't remember it, guinea pigs. Guinea pigs, where it was, everything was provided, you paid one fee, that way you're not going to beat someone else because you're buying better meat or stuff like that. Sterling Ball from Big Pop Smokers. He was, I think, the originator of it. Um, yeah. And it takes a lot of hassle off you as a team when you don't have to go get stuff. You just show up, everything's there. So we floated that idea out. And then Janice took it to the board of the Barbecue on the Boat, Barbecue Society, and floated it as a doubleheader. Prairie Dog on the Boat, the one... Or the barbecue on the bow the day first day, prairie dog on the bow second day. And these were the awards. Custom engraved Yeti tumblers. It's badass. This is here because Evan had a great idea. It was more Evan's idea than my idea. Evan had a great idea. We sat down for breakfast, told someone about it, and now I got a tumbler. That's the history of that. What else can we talk about today? Sorry if this one's a little disjointed, but uh hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, I hope to, in the future, make it so the audio and the video... Because this, sorry, excuse me. This is more of a, a video episode. I'm sure the audio will be great too, but plan them better so it's, even if you're listening to it, you're not going to miss out. So that's the plan. That's the hope. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I won't even be able to extract this audio and this won't even come out as an audio podcast. I don't know, but uh, yeah, what else? Inspiration, who's inspired me cooking wise? Who have I done so far, Kenji, 
That's what I reckon. Sorted Foods. Casey Bannerman. See, I always have this well of barbecue people I can go to. But I don't want to go to that well all the time. Like I, as far as guests go, I could have barbecue guests on all day, every day. But I don't want this to be a barbecue podcast. I want this to be a food podcast, a cooking podcast. So I want to talk about all sorts of stuff. So who's been really killing it with the food? That's a tough one. I guess I could do my mom. Let's do my mom. She made the, the grilled cheese plate for my son. Let's go with my mom today. My mom. Food inspiration. My mom's been a cook, I believe, my entire life. Cooked in cafeterias. Bowling alley restaurants. Golf course restaurants. Cafeteria. Ran her own cafeteria for a couple of years. I got to clean it on the weekends for a little bit of money. I'm sure I did a shitty job. But. I did it. Um, yeah, and then back to bowling alleys. Now she works in a senior's care home. I'm sure I said that wrong. I'm sure you're not allowed to call them seniors. My wife knows all about this. She does all this advanced aging groups and stuff like that, board of directors and stuff like that. You're not allowed to call them old people. I think seniors is a bad one too. People with advanced aging. I apologize if I offend anybody. That's so my mom works right now. And mom's a good cook. But growing up, same with everything. I'm a carpenter. I work in construction. There's 9,000 little things that need to be done at our house. But I'm fixing stuff, building stuff all day. I don't want to come home and fix and build stuff. Mechanics have shitty cars. And my mom cooked all day. So she came home and was like, I'm not cooking. You guys figure it out. I'll bring home leftovers. If you don't like them, cook. But anytime I had a question about cooking, I'm sure... The first 300 times I cooked macaroni and cheese, I would yell to my mom. It said it right on the box. How much water do I put in? Six cups. I'm sure every time. Very, always very patient. Always explaining stuff to me. Taught me at a young age how to... At a young age. 18. 18, I had a girlfriend, I think. We wanted to be fancy, the adults. So we threw like a Christmas party. So we uh, made stuffed chicken breasts with like mushroom sauce. You know, being fancy 18-year-old assholes. <laughs> um, yeah, so she always uh, explained stuff to me, taught me how to do stuff. Very patient. And then when we got into competition barbecue, we'd come home Sunday night. Super late. Unload the trailer. Wake up at 6 a.m. Work at 7. Work all day. Come home. Clean. Go to bed. And then Tuesday night, I'd always go over to my mom's house. And we'd just talk it out for an hour. What worked, what didn't work, 
why we think it didn't work. You know, she'd be like, hey, what about this? What about that? What about this? And just, you know, we'd just talk it out. Some things we tried and it worked. Some things we tried and it didn't. Some things we didn't try. But yeah, just always able to talk to my mom about food and how to do stuff and stuff like that. So I think today's inspiration is my mom. I don't think she's on Instagram or Twitter. I'm not giving you her personal Facebook, so just believe me that she's nice and she's cool. Actually, she's mean as shit. (laughs) First time my wife ever met my mom. My mom gave my wife a talking to. (laughs) I think my wife's still scared of my mom. Um, Not that my mom's scary. But Mind your P's and Q's. If she does something for you, say thanks. If you don't say thanks, she'll never do it for you again. Um, volunteer to help out. If 30 people just ate supper, you better be volunteering to do dishes. So yeah, we're at 33 minutes. So I think that's the episode for this week. Hopefully I'm able to extract the audio from this and put it up on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever else you get podcasts. If there's somewhere that you listen to podcasts and this doesn't show up there, tell me I can get it added to just what anywhere, I think. Um, this will be up on YouTube. So that'll be fun. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I have a Patreon. So we might start doing Patreon-only stuff. Uh, web store's up. Dish Up Podcast web store. Where you can get merch, shirts. Gators, face face things. All sorts of stuff. And Devil Made Me Cute stuff's going to be up there too. So you can get some barbecue team stuff as well. Sweaters. I think aprons for the barbecue team stuff. Just gonna have a bunch of stuff up there. So, uh, yeah. Once again, I'm Kent. You can find me Twitter at Kent Hansen, Instagram at Kent Hansen81. Dish Up Podcast is the name of the podcast. Um, find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully February. I'd like to have four guests on in February. Hopefully some big time guests, I'm hoping. I got one kind of loaded. And then off of that one, if I can piggyback off of that one, I would love to be able to. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later.